Mr. Mercy's in the building. It's your man, Cool Breeze. This is in Radio Cash. What's up, y'all? What's going on, listeners? How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? I hope everybody's, um, you know, preparing themselves for the, for the holidays and all that stuff. And um, Sin Radio Cash coming to you live. Well, not always live, because we're a podcast, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're live. So what's good, Mr. Uh, Mr. Cool B? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Everything's cool. I'm just um, getting ready for the new year. The new year is upon us. 2020, sorry, 2020 is in the, it pretty much is in the past. And 2021 is, um, you know, it's, it's it's not even creeping up on us. It's rushing up on us because uh, this whole year to me was like a blur, man. So I don't know. It's just, um, I'm just trying to... Um, prepare for this new year and come out stronger than this year definitely <laughs> you know absolutely man i totally get it and just shout out to all the listeners out there this is sin radio cast if it's your first time tuning in you know it's mr mercy in the building and that's my co-host uh cool b and uh mm-hmm. we just we like to discuss different topics um we apologize again for the little inconsistencies it's a little bit of work to work with someone that's on a different coast in a different time zone. And uh, sometimes our schedules kind of, um, you know, go up against each other and, and, and uh, mash against each other. But we we do our best to work it out. So, you know, for all the folks that are waiting for the next show, just, you know, we'll put that out there again. It's, it's a lot of work for us to get this happening, but I'm just glad we're here today to really, really get this thing hashed out. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, so, with no further ado, we have the new topic. It's called the Great Wall. <laughs> yes, the show is called the Great Wall, and uh, this show is going to be an interesting one. Um, some of the young ladies that might tune into us, you, you might not like what you're about to hear, but I think um, it, it needs to be heard. Uh, so this show is pretty much about the wall. Uh, in case you don't know, the wall is typically. Uh, something that we consider women of a certain age hidden at a certain age, okay? So for instance, mm. uh, for women, the wall is typically age 30 and beyond. Uh, we consider that the wall because if a woman is not married with children at this point in her life, then it is safe to say that she has hit the wall. I've been um, observing females as of late because I'm a, a listener of a, a, a very popular YouTuber by the name of Kevin Samuels. And since I've been really tuning into his shows, uh, I've been really tuning in and paying attention to women of different ages and I study them. And a lot of these females don't even realize that I'm studying them, studying the way they talk, mm-hmm. uh, study the way they carry themselves. Uh, I study their uh, fingers. I want to see if there's any rings. Um, you know, uh, I listen to what they talk about. Uh, you know, I little, do a little air hustling and stuff like that. Mm, okay. It's very disturbing to see that so many of our women from our community are single. Uh, they're typically uh, baby mamas. And for anybody out there that wants to know what a baby mama is, a baby mm. mama is a woman who has a child out of wedlock. And a, a single mother is a woman that was married while she conceived her children, but is now a divorced or widow. So 
I just want to make a distinction between the two. Right. Okay. So yeah, so I've been studying these women and and from our, you know, from our background and I'm noticing some very troubling trends uh, between a lot of our women. Not all of them, but I, I say the majority of them. I say close to 75 to 80% of the women. So when you say our community, you're talking about the black or African-American community, correct? Yes, people of melanated uh, of a melanated background, pr- primarily from the Americas. Okay, uh, I'm not going to say Africans because I noticed Africans kind of have a tighter shift. They tend to stay married and they have a cultural bond, so they tend to stick to their culture and they okay. don't really mix. So that is con- probably something that's to their benefit. But I'm talking primarily to to the women that are from the Americas, the Caribbean, okay. Central South America. And, you know things of that nature of of melanated hue. So, and that does not include uh, my Latino brothers and my Hispanic brothers and sisters uh, in this equation. Uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much the the, the women that I'm talking about. And mm. like I said, man, I just been observing them, and I realized like these women have some really really bad habits that they're a not aware of, or b they just don't care. <laughs> So, so here's the thing. So these habits that you speak of, do you think that this is generational habits or this is just something that is happening at this point in time? Well, I'll say at this point in time that a lot of this is sort of generational now. Generate, okay. Definitely uh, generational at this point. But I believe at, at a certain point in, in years before, it was something kind of brand new because I feel like there was a time when our women got married at a certain age and they had families at a certain age and it, it typically wasn't past the age of 24, 25. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we're noticing a shift in the way women are conducting themselves. A lot of women are chasing careers, uh, getting masters, they're getting bachelor's associates. Uh, they're going into the health field and things of that nature. These particular things or fields uh, require these women to stay in school a little mm-hmm. longer and therefore those prime ripe ages the ages between uh, 22 and 24 is typically the most uh, ripe age for women to conceive and these uh, women are bypassing those great years to chase the career goals mm-hmm. and fortunately on the back end of that a lot of these women are hitting the wall because by the time they finish their masters or they get their careers going and everything is moving, mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit too late for them because when I mean not, let me correct that. I'm not saying it's too late for them, right? but a lot of their prospects, the, the guys that they would like to land are typically out of the picture by then. And okay. the reason why is because these guys are typically looking for women that are a little bit more younger and a lot more fertile. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing now, because I I see a lot of um, raggedy dating practices now, and um, I just see a lot of um, videos of um, interactions with a lot of um, males and females, and and it's just like. And I think we, we definitely spoke about this before, like some of the roles are, are kind of being reversed. And, um, you know, you, you see within that, that men are just not really being men. 
and women are, are not really being women. It's just like, you know, you would think that you're in the twilight zone, but then some people are saying now they're using a lot of these new terms now, like um, um, toxic masculinity. Yeah, toxic masculinity. So it's just like using these terms like toxic masculinity and I don't really know what toxic masculinity is, you know? And I think when you have people that are introducing some of these new terms and things like that, it's not helping the dating situation or the dating pool. It's hurting the dating pool, especially within our community. Because now you have a role, uh, as I said, a role reversal. And it's not, and it's becoming now a generational thing now because you're passing this on to the next generation. You know, and now Absolutely. a lot of these millennials are not getting married. You just see that there's a, a a lot of anger within the community, a lot of frustration within the community. No one wants to hear anybody a lot out. Of blaming. A lot of blaming. Yeah. Right. Finger finger pointing. And it's like, you know, if you would just stop and listen, and you also have to call out a lot of this nonsense now that's that's been going on. As far as like um, these terms that people are making up and it's becoming acceptable and people are not calling these terms out. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned, not to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Toxic masculinity. Right. And the irony of it is this is like a kind of like a feminist term that, that was created uh, by feminists. Right. But the funny thing is I consider toxic masculinity to come from women that want to be men. There's a lot of that that are going on. Well, it's not, that's that's going on, you know. Um, and um, I'm starting to see a lot of things, that, and I guess people want to be whoever they want to be. But I saw something online where this woman is wearing like a, a penis print under her pants to emulate a man's penis. And I'm starting to see, you know, a lot of women doing that now. And I'm like, okay, now to each his own, I'm not knocking anybody as to what they want to do, but it's just like, come on, man. This is this is out of control now when it comes to these things. And it's becoming acceptable. But if you say something um that's pretty much speaking down on it or just calling it out, then I guess you would be labeled your homophobic. Or right. that's when that's what cancel the cancel culture. Cancel culture, in. right. So you're homophobic or or you know, you're um you're just a guy who's who's uh, toxic. I'm like, wait a second. So if I have an opinion on something and I'm speaking up on something that I just think that's kind of foolish, or I'm just like kind of scratching my head, it's like I'm toxic. I'm homophobic, but let's look at the term like what the term homophobic or homophobia means. It means that you have a fear, that you're afraid. And I'm like, well, I'm not afraid of anybody who's gay. You know, I've had conversations with gay people, you know, that I've worked with. Um, You know, I've met different people, um, you know, who are gay. And I, you know, pretty much on the job or whatever. And I've, and I've had great conversations with people. And I think a lot of them are very intelligent people, 
But then you have others who are just like, you know, would just just say certain things without putting a thought behind these things that they're saying or they're doing. And just like, okay, this is what it is. You just have to accept it or not accept it. And if you don't accept it, then you're homophobic. Or, oh, you're a man. Oh, you're, you're toxic. I'm like, and I don't think things work like that. No, I, I agree, man. And, and, you know, the creator created these roles for a reason. And uh, I feel like somebody at the top wants to manipulate that. And, and now we're seeing uh, a lot of women um, that have bought and fell into the trap of believing a lot of these things. And you're noticing that they're hitting that great wall. And the wall is pretty much uh, a point in a woman's life where she has exhausted all options in dating. Um, she's uh, not attracting the men that she really desires, but she can still attract men. Um, she can still get uh, that itch scratched, so to speak. Right. But she typically cannot maintain a healthy relationship with a man long-term. And uh, a lot of us in the uh, manosphere, we consider this the uh, carousel. Okay, the cock carousel is what a lot of women that are uh, in their late to late twenties, early thirties, and beyond uh, are riding on, mm. and uh, eventually they get burnt out. Um, you look at a, uh, I'll give you an example, Lisa Ray. Yes, uh, Lisa Ray is um, she's hit the wall, folks. She's a beautiful woman. The she actress still has her looks. The actress Lisa yes, Ray. Yes, the actress. The Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Beautiful woman. But come on, Cool B, you can't tell me Lisa Ray has not hit the wall. And she made a crazy statement the other day about Holly Berry. Right. Right. And she said, the reason why Holly Berry can't keep a man is because her box is trash. Mm. Okay. Right. So what's my question to Lisa Ray is why can't you keep a man? Right. Because the thing is that um is your box. <laughs> well, you know, she commented on Holly Berry, but the thing is that, and it, it is no disrespect to Lisa Ray, she's not a, a unattractive lady, but she's no Holly Berry. Now, Holly Berry may have her issues or whatever, but then you have guys who are really still gunning for Holly Berry because she's a very pretty woman. She's, you know, getting up there in age, but she's still pretty, but she's still manages to land a dude now lisa ray i don't know what lisa ray's situation is but i don't see no dudes around lisa ray and she's commenting on another woman about you know her box or what have you and you know she's not really listening to what she's saying or taking her own advice you know what so what would be the advice that you would give to somebody who is who's on the dating scene or from a male's perspective. And it's like, wait a second, you're not like. Well, what I would tell a woman in her, that's approaching her middle age, you know, the middle age, uh, I would have to tell her to be realistic because um, a lot of females nowadays are very delusional. Um, a lot of these older women still maintain their looks, but don't realize that there's some intangibles that you must have in order to land and keep a man. 
See, a lot of these females are still dating. I had a I had a lady that I, I met the other day and we were talking and um we were chopping it up and she was talking about the date she was about to go. And this woman, I mean, she had to be late 40s. And I'm thinking to myself, why is this woman still going on dates? You know, it's not that a woman can't have a partner and be going out, but at that age, I expected a woman of her caliber to be in a committed relationship. Hey, engaged, married even, you know? And it just felt like she was still on that carousel, still, you know, still enjoying the ride. And here's what I'm gonna say, because I know some women are gonna be like, oh, well, you know, I'm in my 40s and 50s and I'm dating and this and that, but, I'm, but it's not that. I just think that um, you have certain women who are still trying to do the same things that they were doing when they were younger and not getting any results. Because I've met some women and had conversations with different women at work or whatever. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's good to have good self-esteem, but some of these women were not attractive and they were older and they had nasty attitudes, 20, 21, 22, and you have a bad attitude. You're still carrying these old practices from when you were younger to when you're older now, and it's just not gonna work for you. This It's just the same thing like when you're younger, you know, sometimes, let's say for example, you're 18, 19, 20, and you have a woman that's the same age as you at that time. And, you know, usually women who are your, your same age will tend to date a guy who's older. They don't really like guys their age. So they're not really looking at the dude their age like that. But as they get older, you know, it's like a shift because then you have guys who age differently will start talking to women who are younger than them. So it's like we right. would have more of a of a picking, and it's just from this. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Merz. I'm just saying, I agree. From the young stock, we would still have the pickings from the young stock of women, right? While women have to kind of downgrade because they they're kind of reversing roles, right? Right. So because reverse. a woman typically wants to be with a man that's going to protect, mm -hmm. a man that's going to provide, but. Mm. On the flip side, now that she's older, she's not going to, men don't really mature until they're about 35, 40. Right. So what's happening is these women are dating in reverse. So, so the thing is, you know, speaking of that, what about financially? Because the thing is, they said, okay, all right. Because they say like men- Those are some of the things I was talking about. Yeah. Because they say that, you know, a guy doesn't really hit his stride until he's like 35 and up. And then doesn't really start making the real bread or the real money until maybe he's in his early to mid 40s. Is a guy who is in his 40s, 50s, looking for somebody his age? Or is he looking for somebody younger than him? Most likely, he's going to be looking for somebody younger with the looks. 
okay? And that's why we say these women have hit the wall because the men their age that are in the positions that they will want their man to be in are no longer interested in them. Mm. And, and, and it's fair because as a man in my mid-40s, why am I dating a woman in her mid-40s? Because in the back of my head, I'm like, well, what the hell have you been doing all these years? Mm. You know, you've had so many sexual experiences. You've had X amount of partners. You're no longer fertile. And you're most, most importantly, you're still stuck in your ways. Mm. You're still stuck in your ways. Okay. Now I want to just, I want to just bring up some points about some of these older women. I'm not trying to bash women, but older mm. women that are single, when I mean single, they don't have children or they have children, but they, in, in both cases, they have no man or no steady um, relationships. Okay. These women mm. actually now poisoning the next generation. I'm noticing these older middle-aged women are starting to pass on the sisterhood of failure information onto these younger women. And now we now making this thing a generational thing. Also, I notice a lot of older unmarried women, I notice their attitudes tend to be very nasty, uh, especially when you put them in positions of power or give them some type of power. Mm. I don't know if you've ever noticed that uh, a lot of bus drivers are, according to a lot of the people that I know that have done time, they say the worst correction officers are typically the female ones. Mm. I remember I remember somebody was telling me they were on Rikers Island in New York. They were locked up. And this correctional officer, this, this female correctional officer, used to tell the guys to shut the fuck up because somebody's at home fucking your girl right now. Damn, that's <laughs> cold. Cold <laughs> bloody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, these women typically have these um, behaviors and it's very, very big turnoff for men. You know what I'm saying? And they typically can only land a young boy that is very dependent and that they have some type of security a little bit in their corner and they'll be willing to uh, kind of, what's the word, kind of sponsor these young kids and trade off for sex. Mm. And nobody's talking about this shit. You know, but women big up for it. But in reality, what they're doing is they're downgrading because the guys their age aren't interested in them anymore. Right. And aren't, for the most part, aren't willing to put up with their bullshit. Also, a lot of these women, cool B, I don't know if you notice, a lot of them is feminists, bro, on the low. There's a lot of these females are feminists. They won't tell you they're feminists, but a lot of their views are feminists. And the reason why I know they're closet feminists is because a lot of them jump on that carousel. They think they can have everything they want. Older women, typically late 30s on up. Mm -hmm. And then you have certain jobs like corrections officers that are older women. And these are some of the worst correction officers and they don't believe in trade-offs. They don't believe that, oh, well, if I go to school and I bypass my fertile years, uh -huh. I can still land that man that makes all this money. He makes more money than me and he'll take care of me. Right. No, ladies. No, it doesn't work like that. And I'm so glad that the information is starting to come out that a lot of you females have been delusional. Y'all have been told by society. Y'all been told by television. Y'all been told by, you know, the people around you that you can operate this way and still get the man that you want. 
but what you really did was you ruined some of your best years and now when a guy comes along that fits your criteria he's no longer interested in you because he got a lot of questions number one he wants to know are you cooperative mm. many of these um, women are not very cooperative also are you feminine are you in your femininity mm. a lot of these women are not okay and then you got some women now that realize that they're not feminine enough and they try to be later on in life but it is very difficult at that point to learn to be a more feminine woman and mm. even though they try they still fail in most cases of um, women who are feminist and they're going up against men who are I guess male activists or whatever and they're just laying down their points but the thing is from what I'm starting to see from, from a lot of these videos about this feminist and, and feminist movement a lot of their talking points are just like I would say that mm. okay unless there's a serious mental shift and that woman starts to surround herself with other women of that feminine cloth then she will most likely fail in her attempt to become more feminine. So let me ask you a question, man, because the thing is that what I'm noticing, because I'm starting to see more and more videos, I wouldn't say not valid, but a lot of their points are just like, okay, this doesn't really make any kind of sense. And I give you a perfect example. Like I watched a video about, it was a group of feminists speaking against or speaking in a group with um some some men and then the feminists were just they just came off as being very bitter when they were talking about things and it's just like well they're, they're at the guys were asking them like valid questions about why is it like this or how come when it comes to certain things like for example in a courtroom you know women tend to get more uh, when it's a child support situation, get more money and the guy gets kind of crapped on or shitted on because, um, you know, she, you're a woman and then automatically the courts will side with you. Even if you're wrong in the situation, the guy has to pay the child support. He has to do that. But what does the woman bring into the table and things of that nature? And the thing is, I'm all for women's rights. I'm all for, um, you know, the empowerment of women but when you throw that feminist tag onto it a lot of them seem angry a lot of them seem bitter a lot of them seem like um very argumentative but it's like you know if you look at what the feminist movement originally was the feminist movement was a white woman's movement it was not a black woman's movement it wasn't an asian woman's movement it was no woman's movement of color because if you look at uh, community-wise, right, um, black groups, Latino groups, Asian groups, we were all in a group where we we're more family-oriented. We helped helped each other out. We build each other up. We build each other's self-esteem up. We help pull people up by the bootstraps. And I think the feminist movement it really hurt a lot of black latino or any other people of color 
it, it really hurt that 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 group and it really hurt what we were trying to do within that community period because the thing right. is the white feminist movement had nothing to do with what we were doing in these other groups and the white feminist movement never had the numbers so they had to go outside of their community to get the numbers to help their movement mm -hmm. i was just saying in the process of all this mm -hmm. our women end up joining and instead instead of keeping their man they lost their man yeah. and a lot of the asians stayed away yeah rightfully so mm -hmm. because if you look they remain at married yeah yeah and i and i threw asian in there because you know it's Indian and it's just different um, other groups within that Asian community. But if you look at what the Asian community has amassed as far as like um, like building up their community, you go to any city in the United States, any major city, they have a Chinatown. You know, they have. I see a lot of women running their own businesses, their own restaurants, their own bakeries. Um, and I'm not saying that's not happening in our community, but as a whole, I think the Asian community, they work together as a cohesive unit and they build each other up because I see a lot of women in that community, you know, like really running a lot of things. If you go to these restaurants and you go to these um, hotels and, and things of that nature, or you go to these supermarkets, I see a lot of women in those um, establishments, you know, that are bosses, shelling, like, you know, um, shelling out orders and, and running their, their books and their numbers and, you know, um, just staying on top of their things, man. So for that, you know, I, I, yeah, I tip my hat off to them because they, they seem to, within that community, the Asian community, they seem to get it right 100% or close to 100% of the time as far as on the business scale and the business aspect. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And these women tend to not hit the wall. I mean, this the most important thing is, you know, I just want to wrap the show up by saying right. the most important thing, ladies out there, is when you get with a man, learn to understand what a man wants and what a man needs. And once you understand what a man wants and what a man needs, it will be a lot more easier for you to keep that man where you're not in your late 30s, early 40s mid 40s early 50s still dating i mean it's just not a good look because as a man we look at you like you know you're probably undesirable to other men and this is why you're gone so long without actually landing and keeping you know what i'm saying is at the end of the day ladies like i said it's 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 not hard to get a man it's another thing to keep one because right if you, if and you, in the process okay. a lot of okay so always look out for that wall and always have that GPS on. Because like I said, once you start approaching 30, you're in you're in no man's, well, no woman's land, okay? And you don't want to be at, at age 30 without a kid, without a ring, and without a plan. But most importantly, without a man. <laughs> and I would say if that is not what your priorities are and where they lie, Focus on your business, focus on your job, focus on yourself, and things will happen in the way it's supposed to happen. And focus on your cat and your dogs, because that's what you're going to be with. <laughs> Damn, Merce. <laughs> you said a lot of women are going to be cat ladies? Cat ladies, dog moms, all of that. You know, you already see it, bro. 
see it everywhere you go. So it's just like I said, when you focus on, you know, your business, your degrees, and all that stuff, just know that you're sacrificing something else on the other end. And if you're going to do that, and that's the decision you want to make, fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But just just know the consequences that come. That's that's all I'm saying. Definitely. But uh, you know, on that note, man, you don't get ready to roll out. Mr. Mercy in the building signing off. Your man, Cool Breeze. Mr. Sin Radio Cast, man. We're going to see y'all next time. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Peace. Peace.